Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the One Shot Movement Podcast, where we dive deep into the stories of entrepreneurs, business people, anyone that's out there making it happen. And today we have a very special guest. His name is John Lee Dumas. He's known as JLD in the entrepreneurial world, and he's the man behind the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, that gets 1.4 million listeners on average per month. He generates over six figures every single month, which he actually publishes uh, his reports every single month to verify his earnings. He's just about to launch a book, Common Path to Uncommon Success. He's an incredible entrepreneur. Uh, You're going to find out a lot of amazing insights around the podcasting world and anyone that's doing what he's doing in the podcasting space is certainly in the top 0.01% in the niche. So sit back and enjoy this week's episode with John Lee Dumas. Okay, everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the One Shot Movement Podcast, where we dive deep into the stories of entrepreneurs, business people, anyone that's out there making it happen. Today, we have a very special guest. His name is John Lee Dumas, JLD. He's known as all around the world, and he doesn't know this, but uh, he was one of the first guys that someone said, if you're going to launch a podcast, check out John Lee Dumas's podcast. He's doing incredible things there. So I did do that, and you uh, certainly inspired me with my podcast that's now over 100 shows of amazing entrepreneurs just like yourself. But he's the founder and award-winning host of Entrepreneurs on Fire podcast, which is, he's going to tell the story of that, but it's thousands and thousands of episodes, a million listeners monthly, and he generates seven figures annually off the back end of his podcast. And we're going to be talking a little bit more about his book that he's just about to release in this episode too, Common Path to Uncommon common success. So welcome to the show, JLD. I am fired up to be here. Congratulations on crossing the century mark, 100 episodes. Very impressive, brother. I am excited to chat with you today. Great. And I always like to just start with a guest. I provide a bit of an intro to the show about who they are, a bit of a macro overview. But if you can spend a couple of minutes diving into your story, how you got started in entrepreneurship, that would be great. Listen, I grew up in a very small state in a very small town called Maine and spent the first 18 years of my life there. Went to college on an Army ROTC scholarship. So after college, I spent eight years of my life as an officer in the U.S. Army with a 13-month tour of duty in Iraq as a tank commander in charge of four tanks and 16 men. When I came back um, and was done with my military service, I went through what I consider six years of struggle. Six years, like where I went to law school, dropped out, corporate finance, I quit, commercial real estate, residential real estate, just nothing was working for me for six years. And then at 32 years old, I read a quote by Albert Einstein, which changed everything. Try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. And I had to be honest with myself, I wasn't being a person of value in any way, shape or form. So I committed that day to my next venture being one of value. And I didn't know what that was going to look like. But three months later, I had the idea to launch the first daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. And that show was called Entrepreneurs on Fire. As you and I are talking now, I've interviewed over 3,000 successful entrepreneurs. I have 
over 100 million listens of the podcast since inception. And the podcast currently is generating and averaging 1.4 million listens every month. And one thing that we do that's kind of unique and cool is we actually publish our monthly income reports. And we now just hit our 91st month in a row of at least $100,000 of net profits every single month for 91 months in a row. And I'm still going strong, brother. <laughs> That's incredible. And I, I'm going to dive into your superpower. But I guess my podcast was inspired by a moment as well. Um, my, my situation that most listeners know was a personal experience and, um, where my wife and I, we lost our first son and I went out there to share a message to the world. You've got one shot at life. Go out there and give it your best shot, which is exactly what you're doing and why I wanted to get you on the show. And it is about interviewing people, inspiration and education. So I really resonate with that 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 question for yourself has sort of led you on a pretty incredible journey but I want to like target this idea of podcasting for the people that are out there that haven't started yet and this is your superpower this is you know you're the best in the world at this so why should people start a podcast listen you should start a podcast if you have a message a mission a voice to share with the world even more specific than that, if you have a solution to a real problem, and even a step higher than that, if you have the best solution to a real problem, and podcasting is a way to get that message out in a very convenient manner, you should start a podcast. But podcasting is not for everybody. There's a lot of amazing platforms out there. You should peruse them all. You should choose your platform wisely. If it's podcasting, that's great. If it's something else, that's fantastic as well. A very crucial step that I always recommend for people before they choose their platform is knowing your avatar. Who's your perfect listener? Who's your perfect customer, your perfect client, the perfect consumer of your content? Where are they spending time? If they're listening to podcasts, then yeah, podcasting makes sense. If they're, you know, only reading blog posts, then you know, maybe writing a blog makes sense. And that's the process to go through. But again, I want to draw it back to a main theme that we'll be talking about here today, which is you have to first and foremost say, what is the number one solution that I can be to a real problem in this world? You're going to struggle if you're the second best solution to a real problem. Nobody wants the second best. They want the best. They will beat a path down to your door if you're the best solution to a real problem. It's really that simple. Mm, very well said. And I guess, you know, there's podcasts and there's podcasts, different types of podcasts. You and I are interviewing people. Uh, some people might do a podcast where they're just like 15-minute expertise episodes. What, what are some of the things that you've seen work really well in podcasting? Listen, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I want to tell you the truth. The truth is the podcasts that win are the best solution to one single problem. I'm trying to improve my sleep. What do I do? I went and I found the best podcast that delivers me specific content about how to improve my sleep. And guess what? That podcast is winning. The second best podcast around sleep, not doing so well. So how can you be the best solution to a real problem? Think about it. 
Mm, very well said. And what do you see as, say, five X factors to creating a world-class podcast? Like, are there, you know, there's tens of thousands of podcasts out there and they're just, um, you know, it might be just content creation, but what would you say is super important if you want to create that world-class podcast? Listen, there's not five factors. There's one factor. It's being the best podcast that has a specific solution to a real problem. Now, once you have that, there's other things you want to focus on. You want to have good audio quality. You want to have a high frequency, meaning you want to have very consistent content production. I say a minimum of two episodes per week. You also want to make sure that you are being very, very specific with the guests you might be bringing on, that they're providing the solutions to the problem that your podcast is solving. And also, I think you should really try to be engaging the audience as much as possible by having Q&A shows and having topic-based only shows so that you are also able to have the spotlight turned on you, the host, during these Q&As, during these topic shows. So it's not just you asking somebody questions, having the spotlight faced on somebody else. That's key. So again, what is the one factor that makes a successful podcast? being the best solution to a real problem. What's a surefire way to have a failure podcast? Being the second, third, fourth, fifth best podcast to a problem. Mm. Very well said. And I want to talk to you a little bit now about monetizing, like to make 94 months in a row of uh, six-figure income and above. Um, Um, Yeah, I'd like you to just talk about a few different ideas around monetizing your podcast because, you know, for me, I've probably used it originally for personal brand and then, you know, content creation, evergreen content, micro um, content and everything and sort of built a, you know, I guess a a content machine. Um, Yeah, I'd like to hear about some of your best ways to uh, monetize. Listen, just like I've been keeping it simple and real this entire episode, I'm going to keep on doing that. There's a very simple and very real way to monetize your podcast. If your podcast is doing step one, which we've talked about multiple times, but I don't care that I sound like a broken record, if it's the best solution to a real problem, this is what's going to happen. People are going to be the path to your doorstep. You will get listeners as a result. Those listeners are going to know, like, and trust you because you're delivering a solution to their problem. Inspiration, motivation, that wears off. Solutions to problems is where you win. When you're creating solutions to their problems, they will know, like, and trust you. And then you need to turn around to your audience and say, Fire Nation. What's your biggest struggle right now? They will tell you what their struggles or pain points or obstacles or challenges are. And then you take that information and you look at it and you say, what solutions can and should I provide? What solutions do I actually want to provide and that I actually can provide? And then you create products and services and courses and coaching and masterminds and all the other different kinds of ways that you can monetize based off of the problems that your audience has. They tell you their problems, you decide, and then you choose which solutions to create, and then you hand it to them. 
and you're the person who asked and the, you're the person they know, like, and trust. And so they will come to you for solutions to their problems and you generate revenue. Hmm. And um, so you'll just create different courses and that you get sponsorships or anything like that. Um, Nobody's going to make money with sponsorships. Listen, you'll make pennies, maybe dollars with sponsorships on your podcast. Now, I know that I'm kind of a bad example because I publish my income reports and I make anywhere from six, 60 to $80,000 a month on sponsorships. So like hypothetically, is there money to be made on sponsorships? Yes. If you're getting 1.4 million listens to your podcast every single month, which 0.1% of podcasts do. But if you're living in the 99.9% of podcast world, which everybody here is, then you're not going to make money with podcast sponsorships. You're going to make money doing what I share with you the first time. Very good. And what about if somebody's starting their podcast, any tips on uh, launching their podcast? What is a couple of things they should be doing to kick off their podcast? So if you want to launch your podcast, I have something called the Perfect Podcast Launch Plan. It is free and you can check it out at freepodcastcourse.com. Go through the tutorials. It is an entire plan on how to launch your podcast. Very good. So anyone out there looking to launch the number one guy in the world uh, who's in the podcasting space has a free course. So go and check that out again. No dollars in no sense. Very good. I'm going to move on a little bit from podcasting and I want to ask just a couple of entrepreneurial type of questions before we talk a bit about your book that you're just releasing. So what's the number one reason entrepreneurs are failing at high percentages at the moment? It's because they haven't done one thing. They haven't identified their big idea. What they've done is they've seen person X, Y, or Z, who's a successful entrepreneur, having success, and they've launched a weak, pale imitation of those people. And as a result, they're failing. The people that are winning are creating their big idea in this world. You are a special, unique snowflake of an individual. You need to understand that and realize that I have a big idea inside of me that's unique, that's different, that's special. I want to wake up every single morning living in my zone of fire. And what we need more of is people living in their zone of fire, people waking up every day exciting, excited to tackle the work they have in front of them. What we need less of is people not living in their zone of fire, upset, depressed, unfulfilled in what they're doing every single day. So if you want to not go down the path of all the entrepreneurs who are failing at a high rate. Don't be a weak, pale imitation of other people. Be the best version of yourself. Mm. And also about your book. We're going to talk about that now because I've got a few more questions after that. But is your book, I want you to just, I guess, share some key points about your book and your launch and um, yeah, why should people buy it? So listen, this book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success, this is a culmination of the 3,000 interviews I've done over the past decade of running this podcast. It is a culmination of all the lessons, all the strategies, all the tactics, everything that I've learned by, by the way, being a mentee to all of these 3,000 plus mentors that are successful entrepreneurs. And I boil down the 17 core foundational principles 
that every single successful entrepreneur has in common with each other. I put it in a chronological step-by-step roadmap that you have right here in this book. This is the common path to uncommon success. This is a 17-step roadmap to financial freedom and fulfillment. If that sounds interesting to you, this book is for you. If that's not interesting to you, then there's a lot of awesome books out there that might be. Mm, very good. And I, yeah, I've just so, you know, I, when I launched my podcast, I actually originally launched the podcast on the back end of launching my own book, which is You've Got One Shot, which is You've Got One Shot at Life, Give It Your Best Shot. The One Shot Movement podcast is around that. So, um, yeah, I've sort of just gone down that pathway myself. So um, hopefully everyone on the show gets some great value out of this episode and goes over and buys the book um, because interviewing 3,000 of the biggest gurus in the world. And one of the things for me, I've interviewed the likes of John Martini, Michael Lane, Rob Moore, Gerard Adams, you know, many, many amazing entrepreneurs herself. And, and the learning that you do get from some of these people is quite profound. So I'm sure if you've interviewed 3,000 people, there's going to be absolutely high-level content in there for people to get. So make sure you get a copy of The Common Path to Uncommon Success from JLD. So at the end of every episode, I always ask a handful of questions. And the questions are asked to every guest. Um, they're called rapid fire questions. They don't have rapid fire answers. But um, what is the best book outside of your own that you think every entrepreneur in the world should read to get ahead in life? The Slight Edge, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. It's a fantastic book that really shows you the power of just doing the 1% things better every single day. And over time, it grows to massive results. Mm, Very good. And what about the best bit of advice you've ever received? It's from a gentleman named Albert Einstein. Try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. Very good. And what about on the flip side, what's the worst bit of advice you've ever received? Fake it till you make it. Terrible advice. (laughs) And on that, um, what do you see out there in the entrepreneurial space around all the, I guess, the gurus out there, the the people, the self-proclaimed experts? Do you see that being a a big thing in the marketplace at the moment? And how do you uh, sift through the, the noise? Listen, anybody tells you that the path to success is hidden or secret or complicated, that's a red flag. It's a very common path to get to your version of uncommon success. It's hard work. It is hard work. But if you're willing to invest the time, energy, and bandwidth, you can follow a very common path to your version of uncommon success. And what about, um, I always ask people about what are they passionate about outside of what they do? So we've talked a lot about your podcast. Are you a world traveler? Are you somebody that has a, a hobby that you just absolutely love doing? So what are you passionate about outside what you do earning money? I am a world traveler. So I definitely enjoy that. And I take massive trips every single year to uh, far-flung places. And on top of that, I love health and wellness, like really dialing in that side of my life. And it's key for me. I keep adding, you know, beneficial sleep hacks and workout and exercise and supplements and saunas and cold plunges. And I love doing that. 
Mm. What about the next three to five years for you? Are you going to stay in this laneway? Do you have other interests in business, entrepreneurship that you're looking to explore or entertain? I'm uh, someone that's invested in private companies, uh, property portfolio that's quite large as well. So I've sort of always treated business to earn cash flow and then gone out and invested and made money on money. Is that something that you do and um, would you recommend? Um, I really don't have a, a horizon as far as three to five years. I really keep things a lot closer as far as like more hundred day increments, because to me, the world changes so fast and there's so much adjustments and pivots that are happening that I like to kind of keep my finger on the pulse of what's happening now, what's happening right over the hundred day horizon, but nothing much further than that. So I'm really kind of focused on the prize. And just uh, one more question on your podcast. What are a handful of ways or a couple of key ways to market a podcast? Be guests on other, on other podcasts. Mm, very good. That's uh, one of my main strategies this year. I interviewed over 100 people last year uh, and probably the ratio was uh, three podcasts I was doing to one I was being on. This year I want to change it to be interview one, be on three. So that's, yeah, so that's sort of my plan this the year. The reason that works is podcast listeners listen to podcasts. Very good. What about uh, the idea? So my podcast, my whole message to the world is you've got one shot at life. Go out there and give it your best shot. Whatever it is for you, uh, live life with passion and purpose. Uh, what message would you say that aligns with that for you that listeners should uh, make the most of their one shot at life? You're going to die. <laughs> you are going to die. So what are you going to do with the life you have? Very good. And what about um, just at the end of every episode, I ask a guest to, I guess, sh share a few ideas of a few ways to connect with you, to find you. We talked a bit about your book. Does your book have a website? Um, how do people find out more about you, your podcast, and what you're doing in the world? Sure. My headquarters is eofire.com. So you can check out some great free resources there, courses, um, awesome. A lot of awesome stuff there. My podcast is Entrepreneurs on Fire. So definitely check that out for amazing interviews with successful entrepreneurs. And if you want to check out more details about the book, I have amazing endorsements from Gary Vaynerchuk, Seth Godin, Neil Patel, Eric Amandi, Dory Clark. I give you the first chapter for free. There's five amazing pre-order bonuses and a lot of other awesome stuff at UncommonSuccessBook.com uncommonsuccessbook.com. And um, yeah, so I want to just uh, thank you for jumping on my podcast as uh, one of, or if not the best podcaster in the world, Entrepreneurs on Fire, thousands of interviews, a daily podcast, uh, interviewed the best people in the world. It's turned into an amazing book where you're going to learn a lot out of the book and um, as I said, if you're monetizing your podcast at the level that JLD is doing, it's certainly doing something pretty special in the world. So from me, I want to thank you for jumping on the One Shot Movement podcast and uh, we wish you all the best with your book launch. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you.
Wow, what an incredible conversation with John Lee Dumas. He's doing amazing things in the podcasting space. I hope you got a lot of value out of the episode. If you did, make sure that you share it with your social media contacts and give us reviews. It's super important to be able to get high quality guests like John Lee Dumas. If you haven't got a copy of my book, you've got one shot, head across to my website at craigschultz.com and get your copy today. While you're there, book in a discovery session with me where we can do a deep dive into your personal business and and create opportunities for you and explore your big idea. As I always say, at the end of every episode, you've got one shot at life. Go out there and give it your best shot, whatever that is for you. My name's Craig Schultz. I'm the host of the One Shot Movement podcast.